Hello, Celestial Citizens. I'm Britt W. Adkins, and welcome to Continuum. The universe is expanding, and so is the space industry. With all the new developments, launches, and announcements, it can be a lot to keep up with. So we're here to help. Whether you're a space enthusiast or just starting to look up at the stars, we're the Space News Outlet providing space news for everyone. Yes, flat earthers will call us fake news, and we wear that badge proudly. So without further ado, here's Continuum. And this week, we're joined by Helen Flourish. Helen is a journalist, celestial citizen, social media powerhouse, YouTube host, and all-around great person. So thanks for joining us, Helen. Thank you for having me here today, Britt. And um, also joining us today is Mark Charty, film producer and founder and CEO of Select Films. Um, thank you so much for being here today, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, so Charty produced several sports films for Walt Disney Pictures, including The Rookie, Miracle, Invincible, The Game Plan, Secretariat, Million Dollar Arm, McFarland USA, and Safety. And we are so excited to have him here today to talk with us about his new film, A Million Miles Away, um, which is inspired by the real-life story of NASA flight engineer Jose Hernandez. So, yeah. All right, well, so Mark, we're super excited to have you here today. Um, we definitely want to jump into some questions about A Million Miles Away. Uh, first, though, I would be remiss, Helen, if I didn't thank um, our sponsor that is making all this happen. We have several sponsors that we want to thank. Uh, but first and foremost, Copper Moon Coffee, which Shut there up. we go. All right. We got it on camera there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Helen and I are drinking out of these Copper Moon Coffee mugs. You can get them direct on their website. We've also got this sweet uh, space coffee merch as well. Swag. Yeah. Nice. Uh, bean me up which is also one of their coffees, but also has this fun alien on it as well, which I like, very in theme right now. Um, and of course, Helen is sporting the coffee slash NASA meatball logo. So um, yeah, you can go to their website. You can use celestial code celestial20 or coupon code celestial20 and uh, get 20% off everything. It's great coffee. So it's Mark, do you coffee. drink coffee? I do. I'm going to look for one of those cups when uh, when I leave. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know. Well, you can take one of these. We, I, we've got plenty, but uh, we'll wash it for you first. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so um, thank you, Copper Moon Coffee, for making this episode and all of our other recent Continuum podcast episodes possible. We also want to give a shout out to Multiverse Media um, and also Colorado School of Mines Space Resources Program and Explore Mars. Uh, thank you all for your sponsorship this season. So, Mark, let's talk about this film, which is awesome. I got a chance to actually see it in person, which was a really fun opportunity um, at a recent friends and family screening. Um, and I know Helen has seen it as well um, recently. Uh, very inspirational, very empowering. And I think so many people in our community and our audience are just absolutely going to love this film. Um, wanted to hear from you. What was the main inspiration behind A Million Miles Away and, and really telling this story? Yeah, well, thank you for the compliment. We're really excited about the film. Um, well, we'll go back to the beginning. You know, uh, you read off some of the films. A lot of the films I've done are about sports. I, I played baseball in my previous life and uh, was lucky enough to have my first movie about a guy I played with in the minor leagues, Jim Morris, who was the rookie. That led to Miracle, Invincible, several other secretariat, several other sports films. And <clears throat> there was something about this story. Um, 
Jose Hernandez, um, along with Rick Tellison, Benito Martinez, walked into our office a few years ago, and they um, were looking to partner with uh, a producer. And um, I had been involved in the movie McFarlane USA, and the original writer on that, uh, Bettina, was writing this screenplay. So they um, came into the office, and we just fell in love with the story. You know, it wasn't about sports, but it felt kind of like a sports film, an underdog story. Um, and NASA took the place of a sport, and mm. you know, very excited to celebrate. You know, instead of something physical, something you know, to do with your mind. And uh, he was just so impressive when he when he came in and um, we were like, we have to get this story. And, mm -hmm. and we ended up becoming the producers to, to, to partner with them and kind of a magical run since, you know, we had a lot of people help with this film and, and the writing of it, because it all starts with the screenplay and there's years that go into developing that. So once that happened and, you know, ultimately we ended up partnering with Amazon to, to make the film and it's just been in a, a great process so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, and I think Jose Hernandez is just such an inspiring figure. Um, and I know a lot of people really not only aspiring astronauts or, or things like that, but um, people who are just want to work at NASA, want to become an engineer, a scientist. Mm -hmm. I think this is the kind of story that makes them feel like anything is is possible if you work hard enough. Um, you know, I think one of the more amazing, uh, you know, pieces to this plot and, and this story um, are the 11 rejections um, to the NASA astronaut yeah. pool. Um that Jose faced and then being able to um, come back year after year and just reapply himself. Um, pretty incredible. But what was it like working with Jose um, in trying to make sure that you told the story from, you know, his perspective and his family's perspective as well? Well, he was incredibly important because he was our, you know, he, he was all, all the facts leading up to, you know, what was inside him, what the what everybody knew, what people didn't know. Uh, so it's great about a film is you can kind of see uh, when times are tough, when it's different than a documentary that, that, that will show certain segments, but you, know, you can dramatize uh, emotional scenes. And, and I feel like, um, you know, the title A Million Miles Away is kind of have a double meaning, right? It's, uh, that's how far his dream was away, not only the stars, but, you know, he worked, you know, in the fields and, you know, came from not a lot of means and, and the, the family were pickers. And um, he just had this dream like a lot of kids to, to go to space. It was then his story, which, you know, kind of takes on even more, you know, importance in that uh, um, that can be difficult sometimes if you don't have, um, you know, the best schools to go to or the encouragement or that path. And, and he just wanted to be an astronaut and he worked his way you know, through school, became an engineer, you know, kind of got his master's and and started applying to NASA. Mm -hmm. And it took, you know, at least 15 years. There were 11 rejections on the 12th try he got in and just shows you how, well, first of all, just working at NASA is is one thing. Actually going to space um, is, is, is another. That's even a smaller amount of people. Mm -hmm. And uh, kids grow up with that dream and he was able to, to live it through hard work and perseverance and, you um, you know, it's just something everybody can take away from the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Why do you feel like it was important to tell this story in a, you know, narrative fictional format as opposed to a documentary? You know, this would make a great documentary, but I feel like uh, a movie can can really reach more people. And, and it just stands the test of time. 
people can always go back and, and find this movie years and years after its release. And, uh, you know, his story, and, and I think Michael Pena, and, and, and he was the one actor we had in mind. There was no other. And, mm. and when, when he read the script, he loved it. And it was just, you know, every single thing fell into place. And I think when movies turn out well, that you look back and you're like, man, we got all our first choices on actors. You know, we got an amazing director. And uh, we ended up shooting the whole movie in Mexico. Really? Uh, in and around Mexico City. We, wow. we doubled a lot. And, and uh, kind of what we saved shooting down there allowed us to kind of, you know, add more scope to the film. Because we would have had to make several moves, you know, probably, you know, pick a place, whether it was shooting in California or New Mexico as a base. And then do we go to Houston? Do we go to Cape Canaveral? But we were able to, um, you know, make all the sets. And, mm -hmm. and NASA was amazing. And Bert Ulrich and all the folks over there with some of the stock footage, um, you know, just made it feel like you were there. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's a period piece. You went mm -hmm. up to space in 2009, mm -hmm. you know, so it's however many years later. Um, 14 years later, 13 years later when we shot it. So none of that stuff exists anymore, right? Mm -hmm. There's no more shuttle. Yeah. So we had to, you know, through, you know, um, set design and, and production design and, and stock footage, you know, really make it feel realistic. And we were able to kind of add, I think, great scope. Alejandra's from Mexico City, and she had put that in our ear of shooting down there early on. And, and you know, as an exercise, we, we, we looked at doing it, and it was like, we're going to do the whole movie down there. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, and so what was the process like in terms of, did you have much interaction with NASA? Were they very involved in how they also, you know, wanted the story to be told or were they pretty hands off and it was mostly from Jose's perspective? You know, they want to, I think, protect everyone. And yeah, they, 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 they read the script. I think mm -hmm. a lot of it was to make sure of the accuracy, you mm -hmm. know, Bert Ulrich was, was amazing. And so, so helpful and put us in touch with all the archivists there mm -hmm. and, pulling what we needed and, you know, listen, they're, they're, they're part of the government and they're open to anyone. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so they were, they were incredibly helpful mm -hmm. and, um, and provided so much, um, that went into our movie. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, and I can imagine too, I mean, this is a story that, I mean, I was somewhat familiar with the story ahead of seeing the film, but not the full scope and detail of it. So I think being able to share this now with a much wider audience, I mean, it's it's obviously um, it should be a goal for for everyone um, and NASA included in that. So that's that's great that they were so supportive. Yeah, I hope that it, you know, is a movie for everyone, you mm -hmm. know. Certainly Mexicans, Mexican-Americans, but but everyone. It's, yeah. it's a movie for everyone and, and just talks about never giving up on your dreams. And those are themes that I love and, and mm -hmm. kind of have been in part of movies that I've done over the, t over the years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you really are rooting for him, especially in the end. I felt myself, you know, giving a fist to the air, like, <laughs> yes, for the migrant farm workers. And they say this in the end. It was just... Really, and I'm, I'm sitting there ugly crying too, so I was glad I was alone actually. Um, but, but yeah, it was, um, I really feel like, you know, like you said, the themes are really universal. Um, how much of a hand did, you know, Jose have in, say, picking like Michael Pena, the person who's going to like, you know, depict mm. him in this film? You know, we, his name had come up early on. And mm -hmm. I don't know, when, when you don't talk about anyone else, and that's always the one that we had collectively talked about when we all joined hands in the very beginning when we were developing the script and developing the pitch to go out with it was always like Michael Pena yeah so I had reached out to his manager and and um and put it on his radar and then when it came time um you know they had they had also heard about it and, and Michael had heard about it so when they read the script they were they, they were in yeah. So, yeah. 
I wonder if Michael is interested in space because I mm. recently saw him in Lost in Space. Mm. And so, and I, I always find this interesting because a lot of times I feel like you do see actors that um, want to, and I, I mean, they don't want to like always be in space movies, but I feel like they must have a little curiosity or passion for it because yeah. they do tend to like gravitate occasionally towards, if they do one role, they do another. I don't know, I'd be really curious if he was yeah. attracted also because of the space story yeah. behind it. Well, I know he was attracted to the story. Mm -hmm. um, you know, was he also in Martian? Was he? I don't, actually oh. not sure, maybe. I thought that he... He definitely like we, has more space films on his. I don't know this up. Um, I know. I, you I, might I, be I thought, right. But I, again, I have he the was in, memory. I feel like there was a... I had a part in that. Somebody, let me see. Um, you let's uh, cut this out. Yes, yeah, Rick. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah, we gotta know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rick Martinez. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he must. It he wasn't must. his first time in a suit. <laughs> it was not. Wow, that's yeah. some impressive, like you know, deep track knowledge there. That's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I always wonder because obviously, I mean, our community is, you know, we love space. We have a you know curiosity for it. Um, and so I think it's always interesting when uh, when we kind of go into other industries like the film industry or yeah. elsewhere and you see that people, you know, um, want to tell those stories. So I'm curious, from your perspective, this was the first space film that you worked on. Mm -hmm. Do you think there will be more? Do you want to tell I'd more stories? I'd love to do more. Yeah, there's 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 great there's great stories out there. Uh, so, you know, it's it's such a great backdrop for for a movie mm -hmm. and uh, like I was really inspired by Goodnight Oppie I thought that mm, was amazing that was good yeah and you know it's all fine you know I'm, I'm in the business of finding great stories yeah and mm -hmm. and um, again it just always seems to be that there's this underdog you know um, plotting to it and mm -hmm. I think that's what people are drawn to is you know not the easy path, you know, but it's how do, how do people struggle and get around, mm -hmm. you know, um, difficulties. And I think people connect with that. Yeah. And do you always look in your films to like find real people to base your stories off of? Or would you ever do something that was, you know, purely fictional? Or yeah, it depends. I just seem to be drawn more to true stories. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I just, you know, there's so many great ones and a lot mm -hmm. of them come to our attention or we find them or people, you know. Um, will come in with a great yeah. story and that's my job to figure out if that can be sold you mm -hmm. know can can would a studio want to finance this it's yeah. a big investment and you know there's a lot of you know stories that get developed and and uh, but never end up getting uh, to be a film and mm -hmm. you know you're very lucky once you know someone says okay you're going on it and, yeah. and not not the easiest thing yeah <laughs> yeah they're big investments that's interesting mm -hmm. what was the um do you remember the documentary that you had told me about? And I'm blanking. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think it was yeah. a short film, and it went to like NASA's um, the what was the space the one that oh. you the one that we had a or you yeah. rather had a film in. Yeah. Well, really, Evan. <laughs> Evan. <but> yeah. <laughs> Evan. Shout out to Evan. Um, yeah. Cinespace. 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 Yeah. And yeah, so it's great. anyway, but yeah, no, that's because, you know, there are so, so many of these astronauts have such rich stories yeah. in the case of Anna Fisher, obviously first mom to go to space, mm -hmm. um, which I think is also interesting because in this film as well, I mean, it's like the family dynamics and having, all, I mean, speaking as someone who has four kids, I'm just like, 
the idea of going to space, taking that risk, and then also just year after year, obviously all the time, energy, and resources to put into that as well, it's so, um, it, it's just like, it's so hard to imagine how difficult that it's must have been. It's a big balancing act. Yeah, yeah. Sure. and then, I mean, on top of that as well, with the tragedy occurring, it was just yeah. the space shuttle right Columbia. before his flight, right? Yeah, yeah, so, a few years before, and you know, there was questions about the space program Right. continuing so this was the mission right after that and you know a lot of pressure and mm -hmm. um yeah and there's always in the back of your head right you know the safety issue and you know just by having these amazing feats you know there's always there's always risk but uh uh yeah i mean it's I, it was such a fun movie to explore and and figure out the facts and mm -hmm. how it all lined up and the difficulty yeah. of becoming an astronaut. And I think that came through because really around the midpoint of the movie is when you find out he, he gets to go to, you know, NASA. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then it's kind of like, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. yeah. then the struggle really starts and you got to leave his home behind and, you know, he's got five kids and, mm -hmm. you know, really five Adela, uh, who's also kind of a co-hero in this movie, uh, you know, uh, and... Um, added so much to it. Rosa Salazar was amazing. Mm -hmm. So like, good. You know, the acting you yeah, know, really, really was she amazing. Was very, very happy with uh, how it turned out. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for it to come out. Well, and I love that storyline too with Adela about like the restaurant as well. And, you know, mm -hmm. kind of both of them really being able to find a way to realize both of their dreams. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. it took a long time to get there, which of course is like an important reminder to people to continue to persevere. But um, but in the end, I mean, they really did achieve what they both set out to from the very beginning, which um, was amazing to see. And I also thought that the storytelling um, was very balanced in the way that um, it, it really, um, I think sometimes it's rare to see like very fully developed characters um, in addition to the lead. Mm -hmm. And so I think the fact that there were these really rich stories um, in addition to, um, you know, Jose's story as well, I think that was incredible. Um, and I appreciated that a lot because yeah. sometimes I think people miss out on that opportunity. Yeah. I appreciated that as well as the, you know, kind of the relationship between him and Kalpana Chawa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that addition, mm -hmm. um, you know, in the film. Was there any, you know, was that something that was like from the beginning they knew they needed to include that relationship? With yeah, them? I think what they had that special connection, right? Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're both brown. And, and I think they both felt like, um, you know, underrepresented in some ways and mm -hmm. and you know it's it's now opened up and you see a lot more diversity in NASA and I just felt like they kind of had similar stories so you know mm -hmm. Jose really looked up to Kalpana who was mm -hmm. older and had already done a mission at that time and she talks about how important it is for for you know for people like us to be involved in this it, mm -hmm. it just you know inspires a whole you know country countries and and people and women and and everything and and um I think they, they had this special connection and relationship because, you know, when he was struggling, she kind of picked him up and said, this is important. You can do this. And mm -hmm. uh, so and, and they were they were friendly in, in real life and, you know, yeah. it, uh, tragedy, but, you know, certainly an inspiration. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. I remember seeing that scene and wondering, I was like, oh, wow, like this is I. I wasn't expecting that. See, that's where that I, that's where the tears came in for oh, me because yeah. that, that was not a part of the story that I had previously known. So I was, um, yeah, that was a bit of a, a surprise. 
Um, well, and it's interesting too now because obviously we're starting to see um, a lot more opportunities for space flight to kind of be extended more commercially or yeah. to civilians. I mean, we talk on our podcast a lot about how much that's actually opening up to the everyday mm -hmm. person. Um, but that being said, I do think it's interesting because I think the trend that will emerge is that we're going to see the really rigorous astronaut training specifically for Mars now um, yeah. and maybe longer duration lunar missions as well. But um, it should be, I mean, it'll be a whole new crop of stories, I guess, like they talk about the Mars generation. Um, no, so not far off from some of these movies that we've seen. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. So I don't Incredible. know, maybe, you know, we got to get we got to get people to Mars, but then the, the films will follow, um, <laughs> right. uh, presumably. But um, but anyway, but yeah, no. And so for everyone listening, when does the film come out? How do people watch it? Yeah, it drops uh, on Amazon Prime. It's an, uh, a Prime original, and it, it, it can be seen on Amazon on uh, September 15th. I think maybe even the evening of the 14th, but uh, right down the 15th, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's the beginning of Latinx month mm. uh, and uh, just kind of has extra importance. And, you know, I don't know, Jose is just such an inspiration to be around and, mm -hmm. and was loved having him, you know, at the end of the film on set, and he's got a little scene in the film as well did you did you remember that closing the hatch he was the one who closed the hatch oh yeah. whoa. and he says he says good luck Vato," or he goes uh godspeed or something like that and they I kind of give a little that scene. and he's like thanks Vato," or something like yeah, that yeah that's right <laughs> so i that's didn't the real know. the real jose oh that's the hatch. cool that's a great cameo yeah, yeah. that's, that's a great show so, that's yeah. amazing Oh, cool. Yeah, I gotta go like that. And then just the film, you know, just some of the real photos and images of him and his family. And you forget that the story's real when you're watching it. You just, you're kind of, you know, just swept away with the with the story. And then you kind of, you're reminded, oh, this happened, you know. And, you know, we spanned a lot of time in the film, really. It takes from him graduating, getting his master's, all the way up to, you know, in 2009. And, you know, when you're, and that's why Michael... Pena, who looks very youthful, yeah. uh, he's yeah. kind of in the middle of that, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and had to play, and you know, little subtle things with hair and makeup and mm -hmm. clothing, and you know, all, all those things that mm -hmm. that bring you back to that, you know, even though it's, I mean, it's twenty years ago, let's say when we started, mm -hmm. uh, it's still, or more than that, twenty years from the time he went up in '09. So really, you're yeah. spanning through the '90s, end of the mm -hmm. '80s, '90s, early mm -hmm. 2000s. So yeah. um, it was quite quite a feat. It, yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. I was imagining that. Like, it's a challenge to keep, you know, to, to really follow this person chronologically. That's a long time yeah. to do that. But they did wonderfully. Yeah. So it went, turned out beautiful. And what was the production process like? Like, how long did this film take? I mean, you had mentioned that you all did yeah. the whole film in Mexico, in and around yeah. Mexico City. But um, how long of a process was it from start Once to finish? You know, it, it's typically the process, once that you get a green light, is three months of prep. Mm -hmm. Um three months of shooting and six months of editing, roughly. Okay. okay. You know, sometimes it could be more or less on mm -hmm. either end of it. But once we settled on Mexico, because we were maybe going to shoot the opening of the movie there, and, you know, Alejandra is from Mexico City, mm -hmm. and there's a really vibrant, you know, um, you know, filmmaking community there. And, you know, we would like to say we had the Narcos crew. Wow. Uh, Narcos was an amazing show. Wow, yeah. And, wow. and just the crews are great down there. So when we looked into it yeah. and and budgeted it and and you know initially we were going to bring in you know heads of departments from the US and 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 everyone down there's like 
now we don't need it. Yeah. And so aside from some of the producers and the actors, um, everyone was from Mexico and amazing, mm. amazing. I'd bring another movie down there in a heartbeat. Mm, it was, wow, it nice. was really, you know, fell in love with the city, Mexico City. We also mm-hmm. went to Cretro and, and San Luis Potosi and, you know, shot at a BMW factory for NASA, which is... Um, <laughs> really? That's, yeah. Wow, so we got the scope wild. of the film yeah. and, and um, pieced it together in, mm-hmm. a, in a great way. And then our Ram, our production designer, you know, you just have to get really great people, and we had them. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and there was a, like a real joy and, and pride, you know, with the, the crew and Jose's story. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was, there was a lot of meaning down there for, for everyone involved. Yeah. And it was just a beautiful place to shoot. Craftsmanship was unbelievable, and and um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a a premiere down there uh, on Great. Thursday, and okay. uh, excited to see everybody and have them see the film. So yeah, yeah nice. it's exciting. Has and I take it Jose has seen the film at this yeah. point. Okay, yeah. So I don't. Yeah, he has now. Because okay. I was gonna say, you know, the the movie is the screening that you came to was yeah. the final. That was the first time I'd seen everything finished. Oh, really? The effects, the music, everything. Oh, wow. Final. Yeah. You know, oh, that must have been yeah, nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, you, know it's just a better version. Point, hopefully but. a better version of what you've yeah. been watching. But uh, Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I just, because I, I'm trying to think about what it would feel like to sit down and watch a movie about your life. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. That'd be like an out-of-body experience. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 We, we, we showed him the first time. Uh, up at Amazon, and it wasn't completed yet. Okay. It was, um, you know, we still had some editing to do, mm-hmm. and you, you want to get, you know, obviously the person that the movie's about, you want to get his, you know, him excited or her excited, and mm-hmm. and him and Adela came down, and they were just incredibly excited. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but along the way, we, you know, he read a lot of versions of the script, and he had mm-hmm. input, and like, is this accurate? Jose, mm-hmm. what do you think of this? Or he'd flag something. Yeah. So you had to kind of really, that's that's the years and years in developing a screenplay. That's where most of the time is spent. Mm-hmm. You know, and then ultimately, movies might or might not uh, even get made, but I think we developed this for close to three years. Wow, you know, okay. Three different writers yeah. uh, that came in, including Alejandra at the end, and it was kind of like a relay race. Everyone added something amazing to it, mm-hmm. you know, um, and uh, Hernan... Uh, Jimenez came in after Bettina and um, and did such a great job to take it to the next level. And then um, Alejandra came in and just added so much and really developed uh, Adela's character. And, mm-hmm. and that's, for me, um, besides Michael's performance, one of the you know, joys of the movie. You know, mm-hmm. I was watching her and, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, you know, I've, I've, had a lot, I've had a lot of stories where maybe the, the movie's about the male, the, the guy in the film and the wife becomes a secondary character and they mm-hmm. can be similar so you always want to try to give you know great scenes and and mm-hmm. input where they're not just the sage wife you know mm-hmm. so right so she you know she did a great job with that and she yeah. was really tough on jose in the film and <laughs> yeah she was yeah. pushed him you know? <laughs> she so. was a great character oh, yeah. she's strong character. she's obviously mm-hmm. that in real life so, wow yeah. yeah no i i loved i loved adela's character so I think um, we are going to move along to our um, sort of fun lightning round uh, game show variety here towards the end. This last is where I fail. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will we will find out. Um, last thing though on the on the film um, piece, like the the closing question I have for you is just what is the take home message that you really hope that audiences watching this um, leave and walk away with? Yeah, I think. Never giving up on your dream. I don't care what age you are. And, uh, 
you know, when Jose, I think, got into NASA, he was 43, and it was years and years of mm -hmm. failure and rejection, and he just didn't give up on his dream, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, listen, it's not to say that everyone's always going to get the dreams of their life, but, like, it's just pushing, pushing past that point and really going for it, and yeah. uh, there's always something to that, and I think it just, it just something that people like to watch and, and can get inspiration from mm -hmm. you know I remember watching Rocky for the first time you know that was my favorite movie like just watching this guy like that was just so down on his luck and mm. you know good things can happen when you when you put the work in and mm. he certainly did that and um, you know I mean arguably becoming an astronaut could be the hardest thing mm -hmm. uh, you know you see all the work that goes in not not only the intellect but the physical yeah uh, and what Jose did I mean all the things that he had to do and learn just to kind of make his resume undeniable, you know, mm -hmm. from running marathons to scuba, you know, master scuba diver, flying, learning Russian, yeah. you know, all these <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. And still, incredible. you know, and finally, yeah. you know, delivering that message um, to, uh, to Houston. And yeah, it's just, hopefully people can just be inspired and, mm -hmm. and uh, look at it as uh, something that, uh, you know, you don't have to give up on your dreams. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It will be. I definitely yeah. was. Yeah. It was great. Good. Yeah. Likewise. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, okay. So this first uh, this first game here is we're going to share a little bit of a lyric from a space song, and you've got to conclude the second half of the lyric. Okay? Are you ready? Uh, sure. All right. We want to do, I'll do odds. You'll do even. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, ground control to Major Tom. That's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> Bowie. Do you hear me, Major Tom? Do you hear me, Major Tom? Actually, I think that could be in the second part of the song. Yeah. We might, that we might have to give it might, to you. Yeah, I think we're going to give that to you. Our answer was your circuit's dead. There's something oh, wrong. Yeah. There you go. But yeah. yeah. I, know. I just All skipped right. a verse. Yeah, there's, this, is, this is actually where you, you sing. This is what we, we wanted. Yeah, that's um, what we yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, number two. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. I have no idea. You got it. Why don't you sing it? So, <laughs> Go ahead, Ella. I was thinking about that, um, but now I'm like, I'm not going to be able to remember. Yeah. I can only remember the chorus. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. Nope, that's not it. That's not gonna help you. <laughs> um, shall you we give play it? these? Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. we should know, play we a little. Stop. We'll get we'll get a copyright strike. That'll yeah, we definitely would. Yeah. Actually, we would. Not even gonna attempt that. Um, well, we could give you another hour. Oh, or I could just biopic solve. would be another hint. Um, as it's know. zero hour nine a.m. Oh, okay. The, what was the movie? Well, it's it's from Rocket Man. No, no, it's oh. finished the lyric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, yeah, but we yeah, the oh, lyric, the but we still need to tell him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some point, so but yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but so wait, so the whole lyric is she packed my bags last night pre-flight zero hour nine a.m. Okay, right. all right. Yeah, yeah. Rocket Man. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm floating in a most peculiar way, and the stars look very different today. It's Bowie again. Yep. Nice. Big fans of Bowie around here. Don't know what to say. <laughs> this one's tough. Can you hear me, Major? <laughs> I don't know. For here, am I sitting in a tin, a tin can? can? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyway. Space oddity. Nice. No, I love Bowie. 
All right. Just bad at lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Okay, we're good. Here's the next one. Let's see. Well, okay. All right. And I think it's going to be a long, long time till touchdown brings me round again to find. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. What's the word? Oh, I'm so bad at lyrics. You got me on the spot. I can hum it. You did hum it. Yeah, you did. Half a point. Half a point. Yeah. So I'm not the man they think I am at home. Once again, Rocket Man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Song, Let's see here. Um, all right. Last one. And this one's a doozy. This one's yeah. hard. No one's gotten it yet. No one's gotten it yet. You know what I'm talking about. All right. Breathing in, you give me air. I'm living off your solar flare. Well, if I didn't get the earlier one, I'm going to get this. <laughs> no idea. This is, this is a deep track. All right, this is Could You Be My Supernova Girl, Protozoa. It was uh, a Disney film from oh. the late 90s. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Supernova Girl. Or no, the film was Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Oh. Yeah, and that was the song. Yeah, no one's getting that. (laughs) (laughs) I have to survive on the film. Somebody will at some point, and I might just have a meltdown. Um, Okay, second game here. This is our last one. All right, name that film. So we'll give you a quote from the film, something somebody said. Uh, Maybe to make it easier, we'll give you two options, okay? So you'll have to pick which film it's from. Okay. Language is the foundation of civilization. It is the glue that holds a people together. It is the first weapon drawn in conflict. Is this from Contact or Arrival? Ooh. Contact? Arrival. Really? Arrival, yeah. I know. I can see why you it would have be, thought that, though. Yeah, yeah. It could be both. I don't, didn't recall that. I knew Arrival better, and I didn't recall it. So, <laughs> the, yeah. I love I loved Arrival, but it definitely yeah. like is hard to watch. Like that's one where like you have to really. Yeah. It's like deep. It's one I haven't seen. So oh, Helen! To, yeah, mm. Helen, you got to see Arrival. I know. Oh, I'm not going to handle it. Okay. All right, you want to do? Doing well at this. <laughs> we'll get okay. you one. We got the humming I like multiple one. choice oh. though. Yeah, multiple Keep choice is good. Okay, right. let's just do this next one then. Okay, so we used to look up at the sky and wonder at our place in the stars. Now we just look down and worry about our place in the dirt. Is it Interstellar or The Martian? Interstellar. Correct. Nice. Good job. Very good. Okay, next one. I don't want to come off as arrogant here, but I'm the best botanist on the planet. Martian. Oh, yeah. all right. Didn't even, all right. Didn't even choices. Need to do that. Okay. okay. Cool. Um, let's see. There isn't enough life on this ice cube to fill a space cruiser. See if you can get that. Do I get any choices? You can. You can have choices. <laughs> Just wanted to see if we could we could repeat our our past uh-huh. success here. Okay, so it's either. The Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars, or let's go with, um, let's see, Moon. It's called Moon? Yeah. Is that a movie? Yeah, that's a movie. First one. Is that a movie? I don't know. I've never seen this movie. I just were commenting on the game stretch. Well, you did this. You're making me not want to pick that, so we'll go with the first one. It was, definitely. I mean, either this first one that I told you right away. I started with that one. I did. I started with that one. We're trying to help you out. We're trying to trying to build you up here. You know. Oh, that's great. Okay. 2000. 
All right. Um, let's see. Last one here. Okay. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Space Odyssey. That's a great way to end this game. It's a great way to end this game. All right. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Better on the movies than the music. Yeah. Hey, you know, the music one is tough because you got to come up with, like, multiple words to complete the lyrics. So it's not just, like, guessing yeah. one thing. It's like you got to yeah. have the whole package there. Okay. Well, anyway, I think that's a wrap for today. Mark, thank you so much for joining us thank here you. on Continuum Thanks Podcast. And mm -hmm. Helen, thank you for co-hosting. Yeah, absolutely. And congrats um, again. Thank you. It's yeah. And this movie. Mark, yeah, amazing, super inspiring film. I know our community is absolutely going to love this um, this film. And, and I'm so excited to hear everybody's response to it when it releases, which again is? September 15th. Awesome. Okay. Prime. Nice. So, folks, you heard it here first, um, or you will. We're releasing this a couple days before um, the release of the film. So we hope you check that out. And thank you again to our sponsors, Copper Moon Coffee. Got to get the ad placement here, right? And then uh, all of our other sponsors, which I already named one, so I don't know if we need to say them again. But anyway, maybe we do. Maybe we should contractually. All right, Multiverse Media, Colorado School of <laughs> Tim's cracking up. This is terrible. I should just restart that. Um, thank you also to our sponsors, Multiverse Media, Colorado School of Mines Space Resources Program, and also Explore Mars in addition to Copper Moon Coffee. So thanks so much. Thanks, Mark. Everyone, check out A Million Miles Away. Thank you. And as a reminder, if you want to check out our original features, head to our website, www.continuum-hq.com. Now, this episode was also filmed with video, so to hang out with us in the studio, head to the Celestial Citizen YouTube channel. You can also follow us on Instagram at continuum.hq and on Twitter at continuum underscore HQ. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast by subscribing to the paid version of our Substack newsletter so you can stay up to date with what's going on in space. You can find links to all of these in the description of this episode, and we'll see you in two weeks for the next one. This is Continuum, one giant leap every other week.